Heyo, and welcome to the In This Together podcast. I'm your host, MM. And I'm your co-host, Isla. And we are so excited to truly be in this together with you. So let's get started. Woo! Welcome back to Love Month. Month. Oh, that was pretty good. We did that pretty insane. But... It is February 3rd, so it is officially Love Month, mm-hmm. and some of y'all are probably thinking, what is Love Month? Why are they saying Love Month? We kind of get into February. It's all roses and pink and red and all of the fun things that kind of the society has commercialized about this part of love, and so we've actually wanting to are wanting to kind of come back and reclaim what love actually is and talk about love and use this as an opportunity to not just let love lie in one month and that month being February, but to actually just reside in all the months and all of our days. And so we're really just trying to kind of with this series, it'll be a love month series for the next, for the rest of February, we're going to be talking about everything from relationships. But if you're kind of listening to this right now, you're like, oh gosh, like another relationship podcast about who I'm dating and I'm not dating anyone and I'm single, or I actually just lost someone. And this is really hard for me to talk about love. And uh, we hear you and we see you and we thank you that you would even just come on and just be with us right now. And we just want to say that I've experienced loss very recently as well. And um, I know that it's really hard to kind of put your mind on a month full of love and a month full of kind of like just joy and like fun and all that kind of stuff. But we're going to kind of talk about what love really is and kind of focus on the love that is from the Lord and really go back and figure out like, what is love? You know, we're going to kind of trace back into that. So this month isn't just for these, this series isn't just for people who are in relationships, but with people that they are dating or married to or engaged to, but it's actually for the relationships with the father, relationships with your parents, with your family, with your friends. And we really want to talk about the whole theme. If you hear anything is right now is that this month and for the rest of the year, what we're going to be focusing on really is what the love that we do have in our lives and not what we don't have in our lives. So um, let's get started. So I think kind of to start this off, uh, what is, we're going to kind of talk about like our definitions of what we think love is. So Isla, what is your definition of love? Or like, what do you feel like love is? My definition of love has definitely changed since I was younger. I mean, I'm only 23, (laughs) but I know when I was in high school, when I just heard the word love, I would just automatically assume just dating Mm -hmm. and just, oh, like your boyfriend or whoever. And I just kind of associated it with like, yeah, like the roses and going on dates and being loved meant like, oh, if someone is like desiring me, like a boy that I think is cute in class. And I honestly had that definition going into college too, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, I knew like, oh, I have my family that loves me, my mom that loves me, my dad that loves me, I have friends. But that love is different than the term love because Mm -hmm. even like you were saying with a month like Valentine's Day or February, it's right as that starts, it's, oh yeah, it's love month. Mm -hmm. And I would think like, oh, well, that month isn't for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I just saw love as that for so long, but as I actually matured in my faith and actually dove into the world, that's not a word. <laughs> to the world? <laughs> to the wo- dove. Not to the world, but dove is right. Dove dived? No, I dove into the world. Word. A word. Yeah. When I dove into the word, I actually understood 
fully what love meant. It wasn't just this surface level worldly aspect of love. It was this unconditional love, this unfailing love. And I always heard that, but I don't think I understood it until I actually allowed myself to fully receive it, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And now when I think of love, I think of, yeah, this unconditional, unfailing love. And I remember I heard about it when I was either at Breakaway or Young Life in college. And they basically were saying that love compared to like on earth versus like the Lord, like nothing can separate us from God's love. And when I heard that, I was like, wow, because so often here on earth, I've just experienced very like conditional love. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, if I make someone mad, yeah. Mm -hmm. versus with the Lord, like I saw like, wow, he doesn't treat me or he doesn't view me any differently through this. Mm -hmm. And it's like that love that's constantly like pursuing and constantly chasing after. And I think that's just kind of what I learned with the term love Mm -hmm. and that I'm fully loved all the time. Yeah. And it's not because it doesn't mean like, oh, if I'm doing the right versus the wrong, it's just like, I'm always having that love. That's so good. I think, exactly what you said about like love being constant. I'm going to go this one, this podcast will be a little bit more scripture heavy because we want to create a firm foundation. There's like Valentine's day and love, honestly, love in general, think about how over commercialized it is and think about like how many people capitalize on love and all of these different things and like movies and social media and Valentine's day, you know, it's just like examples of things that I've really like over like commercialize and capitalize on love. And um, so I kind of want to just like redo the slate, you know, like what actually is love. And so this can be a little bit like scripture, like a little bit scripture heavier, scripture heavier than um, what our normal podcast episodes are, because I believe to really do this series right, we need to know the love that we're talking about. And we need to know the love that is the truth, the love that came from the Lord. And so I'm actually going to read from um, 1 Corinthians 13, four, and a lot of people have probably heard this one and it's one of my favorites. And I think it comes up anytime that I'm talking about love or um, if anyone's really talking about love because um, it's so good. But in this verse, first Corinthians 13, four, it says, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It is not boastful. It is not arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not irritable and does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes in all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. And I love how Isla said, and as she's kind of started to know the Lord and kind of gotten older and more just mature and just, um, she's realized that the love never changes from the Lord. And that's something that I really just want to point out here. Like it says like, love is patient. Love is kind. Like it doesn't say love is patient unless so-and-so happens or this person does this or whatever. Like when like God is love, like he is these, he is patient. He is kind. And it's not if you do the right thing or if you perform greatly, or if you don't mess up and do this with a boy or do this with, you know, like it has nothing to do with that. Like he is just like, he is patient. He is kind. There is no changing because he is constant and he is exactly who he says he is. And he is love. Isla's view, you could see it. Like it's like, she said it like a change throughout her life. Our view and our perception on what love is, it oftentimes is according to what we have experienced in our lives and that loves you so much in this world 
is still imperfect and that's still imperfect love. We let this worldly and like our imperfect people, which is amazing, the love that we get from them it is incredible, but we let that define the love that God has for us. And that's just not it. And so it's so cool to kind of see how you even said that it's it's changed all throughout your life because that's kind of how love is. And so this is kind of to help us find, no, like this is actually what love is. Like love is patient, love is kind, love is not boasting. So what's kind of the one of all, all these things, what's one that you kind of struggle with being when it says love is patient? Because someone taught me once that you should put, and this is a really good practice and a really good skill for like if you're in a moment where you're like, should I say this? Should I say that? Place your name, love. Maya is patient. Maya is kind. Maya does not envy. And if like what you're about to do, like sometimes I literally, I know this is like kind of cheesy or cliche, but like I'll do it like when I'm in an argument with Chance. Chance, I love you. <laughs> is what I'm about to say patient or is what I'm about to say kind, you know, like it, because if I am becoming more, want to become more like God, I have to become more like love. And that's where I really have to take this. But um, what's one that's kind of hard for you? Honestly, <laughs> I don't even want to say it, but I'm going to, let's be honest yes. and transparent. Uh-huh. But, I'll say mine too. I'll say mine. <laughs> okay. But I am not good at, I keep records of wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I, especially in that's college, I, forgiveness was such a big part of my testimony and there was one time where I felt very deeply betrayed by someone in college and I just held that record of wrong against that person and I thought well they did this to me so I'm not forgiving them and because of that I wasn't even patient with them mm-hmm. either it kind of led into a lot of things honestly yeah. in this verse mm-hmm. and once I really learned how to forgive someone and what it looked like and what it meant. It was such a humbling experience because I, after I did that, I thought, wow, like the amount of times the Lord forgives me and it's so quick and it's so instant. Mm -hmm. And even when I said earlier, that verse is from Romans and how nothing can separate us from God's love. And I thought, well, if someone did something to me, They're separated from yeah. me. I don't I don't want to love them. Exactly. That's a perfect picture of what I was just talking about. Like yeah. we say like we're we have this conditional just like phrase of love mm-hmm. and we don't realize that even the feelings that we feel, like God never feels that. Like yeah. we, it's so hard for us to comprehend because we're not God and because we are imperfect, but it's so hard for us to comprehend how he does that because our first, our reaction, like our simple nature, you're dead. <laughs> well, that's culture is yeah, you're done. It's yeah. cancel culture. Yeah, you messed up so once. True. Mm-hmm. you're out yeah and it's crazy because it's so natural for us to just feel like that mm-hmm. obviously yeah but it's such a humbling moment when you know because mm-hmm. let's be real we've all messed up yeah. so many ways with people on earth and even there's times where we probably betrayed god in our own sense of oh, things and he is just so quick mm-hmm. just to come back at like after us and still pursue us and still chase after us and yeah. just forgive forgives us mm-hmm. and like he leaves the 99, that yeah. whole verse. And that that was definitely my... I would say my hard one is probably irritable. And it kind of goes into that, like what's not always... Um, what's easy isn't always what's good and what's true and what's love. <laughs> because love can sometimes be hard, you know? And so I think that whenever 
I kind of have something that's on my mind, it's really easy for me to get irritable. Not necessarily, and it's funny because it's not even necessarily that I'll outwardly do it, but I'll do it so inwardly that my heart is so restless, if that makes sense. Like, I'm like, I don't really say like, oh yeah, I'm annoyed about this thing, but I'm in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, did that really just happen? It's festering Yeah, it's like festering my heart. And so that's something that um, I have a hard time and it kind of goes into that like record of wrongs and I should let it go, but then I'll have a hard time letting it go. So Mm -hmm. um, that's something that I've been working on and um just need this verse for so um and we kind of talked about like what is love and i hope that kind of that verse it's go and read it too it's in first corinthians 13 4 um but i want y'all to go and just read it and replace your name with that and look and be honest with yourself and say like hey this is the places that i need to like work on and some of y'all might be like okay well why is it important to know what it is and it's important to know what love is so we can share it because something really beautiful happens and this is what I want y'all to get hyped up about and the thing that I really want if you learn anything from this series I hope that it's this because this series isn't supposed to just end on Valentine's Day or on February 15th like it's this is the God's love and God's love is all all encompassing all enduring and so let's get high about this for a second but it's first John 4 11 it says Dear friends, if God loved us in this way, we must also love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God remains in us and his love is made complete in us. How cool is that? So no one's ever seen God. Like we've all felt God or felt his presence or maybe we haven't yet and we're working on it and we want to. But there's times and it says, it literally says, if we love one another, God remains in us. So if we are choosing to love, then he is in us. And then it says his love is made complete in us. And so we actually, this is how beautiful this is and how beautiful the time that we're going to take this month to really figure this out and to really spread it in our relationships to people we already know and people we don't know is that they can see the Lord. They can see God's love and experience through us because if we have received it, now it's ours to go share it. And I I posted a little bit ago because um, I'm working on a message for something and I posted and I asked like why are people afraid to share about Jesus or have conversations about him on Instagram or in person and honestly I had like three answer choices and um, then I had other and a lot of people were saying other and a lot of people were swiping up and one of the most common things I got that I was not expecting at all because um, I was thinking it had more to do like inwardly about you know like I'm afraid I have shame I have guilt but one of the most common things I got was that people were so scared to like, kind of like basically spread love, like share love because they were so scared to like offend somebody or like to push it on them. And one thing, and they're like, how do I not be pushy whenever I'm spreading God's love? Cause we can talk about love all we want. And then it's like, okay, well like, how do I do this? Because you're, if you're listening to this, like you're choosing to listen to this, but like, if you're in conversation with someone trying to spread God's love, like, how do you know if they really want that, you know? And so something that I have been thinking about, and I've really been thinking about that question, like, how do you spread God's love? Like, how do you do it? And I was coming back to Jesus and like looking at Jesus, how he went throughout his life. And you know, what's so cool. And I think this will hopefully help a lot of people who have a hard time with spreading love or spreading God's love and the good news is that Jesus showed us how much God loved us. Jesus didn't go out and say, God loves you. Believe me. Believe me. He didn't put it on a t-shirt. He didn't do anything. Like Jesus showed 
people that God loved him. And I think that so often we're times we're like waiting for like the perfect thing to say, or we think that like our words, but if I look at how people have actually shown me God's love in my life, it was honestly never really something that they said. It was something that they did. They showed up, they listened, they talked, they, you know what I mean? They helped me through what I was, they, they helped me in general, you know, they texted me, they did this or all these things. It's like, when I see God's love, you know, it's never, oh my gosh, they had the most perfect thing to say. They said it at the right time. I needed it. It's always that they just showed me God's love. And so I think we should be a culture and to take this Valentine's day, <laughs> to take this month and to take the rest of this year. And we should say, I'm not going to talk, just talk about Jesus's or God's love. I'm actually going to walk out and show people God's love. And so um, we actually want to kind of give this opportunity to you to pause this podcast and pause it and call somebody that you haven't talked to in a while that, and it's not to say, Oh, Hey, Jesus loves you. Blah, blah, blah. Like if that comes up in conversation, great. That's awesome. But instead, love them by listening to them. Be like, hey, like, what's going on in your life? You know, what are you? God wants to listen. And because of his love, like he's patient, like show them your patience and show them your kindness, not your kindness and your patience, but show them God's patience, show them God's kindness and show him them God's love by picking up the phone and actually talking and listening to them and doing those actions. Um, So we're just going to give this opportunity to call that person that's on your heart. Um, maybe call someone that you don't usually talk to, or maybe call someone that you talk to every day and you just never really listen to what they have going on in their day and show them God's love. All right. (laughs) I hope that conversation went good. Um, I hope that y'all just feel God's love and um, him moving. And it's so cool because just finishing off that verse, it says, if we love one another, God remains in us and his love is made complete in us. And it's so cool because right now, if you kind of did have that conversation or you're waiting to have that conversation and you're going to, the thing that is so cool is that you are actually being a vessel of God's love. And that's the most beautiful thing you can do. And so Isla, do you have any ways kind of that people can um, show people, show God's love? Well, yeah, I really agreed with what you said. I think so many people complicate love, Mm -hmm. like overcomplicate it and tend just to box love in, Mm -hmm. even tend to box God's love in Mm -hmm. and there's no freedom in that when you just box it in Mm -hmm. and I remember one of the times I felt most love was when I was in college and I was going through really really bad breakup and it was just in the midst of it where I was just crying it was really really bad and one of my best friends was there Mm -hmm. and it wasn't even she wasn't even saying anything to me she was just sitting there right next to me just while I was crying because in that moment, I didn't need like anyone telling me anything mm-hmm. or telling me like things are going to get better or mm-hmm. here's this Bible verse to help. It honestly, mm-hmm. just her presence and just like her hand just mm-hmm. on me, mm-hmm. just kind of stroking like my back. Like mm-hmm. that's, I just felt so loved because I knew like, man, I'm going through such a tough time. But it was this reassurance of, of this is my best friend and she's going to stick with me through this and she's here in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. And I just, it was a comfort of, I'm not going through this alone. Yeah. And that could be you, like maybe your friend, maybe she's not going through a breakup. Maybe he or she's just going through a really tough time. Or even if they're going through a great time, like life is great right mm-hmm. now, just being with them in the midst of life and just listening. Yeah. I think that can be like the best form of love sometimes. You actually just sit down and ask someone, how are you doing? But not a surface level. I'm great. Yeah. But like, how are you? Like, how are you really doing? Mm-hmm. How is life? How is your family back at home? How's school going? How's your job going? And actually having that 
in-depth conversation just listening to them because it, honestly I don't think we have a lot of people listening sometimes yeah and I think that can go into the live I'm alone but it's like no like we're in this together literally in this podcast but we're in this together by being there for one another and sometimes that's listening or sometimes just being in the presence of them or yeah just picking up the phone and calling them or just saying like hey like I'm here today and I'm gonna be here yeah like, forever or it. whatever exactly. and the coolest thing too if you look at the times where God's love was really shown to you like I think about it and there's just this season where I was going through a lot and I was having a really hard time and like I was literally just alone in my bed and it's not like God said anything to me but I knew he was there mm-hmm. in the lowest part of my life where I felt like he shouldn't be there because I have done way too much for him to ever be close to me, you know, because of the sin I had done all the things that I was caught up in and um, just the boys and the drinking and the party and all that kind of stuff. And I saw like, like you can't be here. And I didn't hear him say anything, but I was like reading and I just realized like, but he is right here. And that was the coolest part about God's love. Um, And the most beautiful part about God's love is that even when we feel far from him, like that he's there. And so I think that's a really good thing that we should be emulating and even when you feel far away and you Mm -hmm. feel just so separated from him and you almost feel just like so dirty and exposed in a sense of like, God, like, I don't even want you coming. Yeah. I'm, you're sitting in shame and guilt or like embarrassment or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I love that verse. I don't know where it's in, but where he really does leave the 99 to still chase after you and still pursue you because he's not looking at you for what you've done. I think so often People in this world, they look at their love determines like how they view you. It's yeah. like, oh, you did this, you did this. Uh-huh. I don't, I can't associate with mm-hmm. you or whatever. But the Lord doesn't see that. Like, He just sees, this is my daughter, this is my son. Yeah. And I don't, your identity is not in the things you've done. Yeah. Your identity is in me. Mm-hmm. And that's what always helps yeah. me. I know. Yeah. And we want to say that to you too right now because I don't know if we've been super clear about this, but we are two imperfect people. I have had, like, I have been in a lot of dark places and done a lot of things that I am not proud of. And I have had times where, because I, whenever I was doing the, the DMs I was talking about earlier and like reading everyone's uh, one, another thing people kept on saying, it broke my heart to do this. Like I do too many wrong things to, you know, to have God's love or to spread God's love. And it made me so sad because I was like, Girl, I've been there. Like I sit here and I talk and I still am in the midst of sin that I am working through in my own life. And so, and Isla and I are both. And so I just kind of want to say right now, like you are not underqualified to show God's love. You are more than qualified to show God's love because it just shows how good his love is that he would come in wherever you are, wherever you're sitting, whatever you're feeling right now. And he would still say, I love you. And so I just, before we go any further, I just kind of want to leave y'all with that and just debunk that lie that the enemy is putting in your head and that is tr- he's trying to honestly get you to believe so you won't go spread God's love because he knows when we're spreading God's love and we're in God's love, that's a threat to him. So that being said, uh, I love how you said earlier about your friend, how she came and she like held you when you were crying and sad and think about like that probably wasn't convenient for her to do oh (laughs) yeah and my friend Kaylee if you're listening Mm -hmm. my whole sophomore year was probably it was literally just me crying Mm -hmm. every single day on weekends I would just stay home and cry and that girl could have she could have done way better things she could have had way more fun (laughs) going to like wherever but she literally came to my house like every single weekend 
and I would just be crying to her, just uh -huh. crying, crying. And then I would get over it, watch The Office with her, crying. <laughs> and then Office is over. I'm crying again. But that girl, she stayed with me. And that was such a great glimpse of, or just reflection of the Lord's love too, like in the midst of everything, like she was showing up consistently. I'm like, man, if Kaylee is showing up this consistently, yeah. I can't even imagine how much more consistent God is mm -hmm. showing up. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a cool glimpse because I remember thinking, wow, I feel so loved by Kaylee. And that love doesn't even measure up mm -hmm. to the Lord's love that he has yeah. for me in this moment. And yeah, it's sometimes, <laughs> yeah, it's inconvenient. It is inconvenient. It's in it was so far inconvenient to her. And yeah. there's been times where my friends or my family, they've been going through a hard time. Uh -huh. and it's inconvenient in my schedule uh -huh. to go over to them and comfort them. Uh -huh. But even like what you're saying, the, was it first Corinthians? Yeah. Like love is not self-seeking. Mm -hmm. And it's like, let's not just be self-seeking people. We're like, what's convenient for us. It's yeah. like, no, we're going to die to ourselves, die to our mm -hmm. convenience and our schedules and actually go with our friends yeah. or with our family member and meet them there. Yeah. That's love. Yeah. You start choosing like, love fits in your schedule like so many times we would say oh i didn't have time to go do this i didn't have time to do this well there's a way for love to be in your schedule you know and i think i love this verse and it says for if you love those who love you what reward will you have don't even the tax collectors do the same and if you greet only your brothers and sisters what are you doing out of the ordinary and so I think that what it kind of says is, says, what are you doing out of the ordinary? And love doesn't always look ordinary. When we love others, it doesn't always look like something that you would kind of expect, like giving that call when you know that you have a really busy day or showing up to that place and giving that person a hug when you know that you have 14 million errands to run. You know, love doesn't always look ordinary. Um, and I love that. And it's just kind of saying love almost kind of looks a little out of the ordinary. And that's a great thing. So we're just going to kind of leave you off with a few ideas on how to love people that don't really look that ordinary or that might not look that ordinary to you. So do you have some examples, Isla, that you kind of want to say? Something my English teacher told me, which is a very cliche saying, mm -hmm. was love is a choice, not a feeling. And it's like, okay, obviously. But when I actually applied that to my own life, like there were moments where I didn't like certain family members. I didn't like some of my friends or whoever and therefore if I didn't like them I wasn't showing them love I was not patient with them I was very rude with them I was passive with them or, and we think that because we don't like them it like okays it but it yeah, doesn't you know yeah it, it kind of justifies it like well they did this to me so mm -hmm. that's justifying me not being kind back yeah but then it's funny because then you're you to be more bitter mm -hmm. and more angry and more upset so it doesn't do anything, but when my English teacher told me that, I was like, that is so true and that we can dislike someone, mm -hmm. but we can still choose to love them. Mm -hmm. So that means even though they may be annoying right, you right now or they hurt you in whatever type of way, you can still be patient with them. Mm -hmm. You can still be kind to them and you don't have to have this little board with like tally marks yeah. on like, hey, you did this, you did this because that's not what God does to mm -hmm. us. I'm sure... There's been times when we've neglected the Lord, mm -hmm. we've done whatever and chosen other things over him, but he's not saying like, well, oh, Isla chose this over me and did this, yeah. not loving her today. Like the society will say like, oh, well, then you're fake. 
and it almost classifies you as like you're a weak person. Yeah. It takes it's so much harder to love somebody than it is to just like it says, like don't even the tax collectors do the same. You know, it's so much harder to like take that and like love somebody. It shows like what's really in your heart. How you respond in some situations, they really show what's in your heart. And yeah. sometimes I don't like what it shows, but I think that is a really good point. But sometimes doing the right thing is the hard thing. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, it's hard to love someone when you don't like them, whether that's a friend or your ex or it's a family member. But it's such a humbling reality. It was like, wow, like I can't love this person on my own. Yeah. It's, it's, I need the Lord to intervene in my life to help me love them. Because yeah, when it came to forgiveness in my life, I couldn't forgive them at all. I was like, no, they don't deserve it. But it was until I started having my eyes like fixed on the Lord and learning about his love for me that where I was like, wow, like I'm missing out almost just fellowship with the Lord mm-hmm. by canceling this cancel culture, this person. Yeah. And yeah, it's very kind of like what Sadie said, passion. Mm-hmm. Things are going to be unnatural, but it's biblical. Yeah. We're we're called to love them at all times, yeah. even when it's hard. Like loving somebody, even when you dislike them, like is not fake. But being patient and being kind, that is not fake. That is actually loving them, even though, because they are your brothers and your sisters, regardless if you like them or not. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. your brothers and sisters in Christ. And so I really love that. And one of my favorite things when people ask, well, I don't really know how to love this person. With that. It's Sometimes it's okay to love from a distance. I would say is that you can kind of do is in that situation is you could be praying for them, like be like thinking about them or like not wishing ill on them. Does that make sense? Or whenever you see them, like, like, or also like maybe it's holding your tongue, taming your tongue to not say anything, but you can love people from a distance. It doesn't always have to be like this flashy uh, thing of love, you know? So I hope that that kind of encourages y'all because that's what we're going to be talking about. That kind of gives you a little glimpse about relationships with friendships and all that that we're going to be talking about. Expect what to expect. So we're going to be doing a bunch of videos or a bunch of podcasts. We're going to have some bonus episodes and we're going to have some about breakups and some about dating and some about singleness and some about just family relationships and friendships and really all that is encompassing of people to love. And so we're really excited and we just want to kind of take this time to encourage y'all. We had that time where you paused and called somebody, but when we hang this up, when we hang this up or in this call or not even a call, but when we turn off this podcast, we just really want to challenge you to go and to just spread some love today and some however you can. And it's not always the talking, but go show some love. Um, so we're really excited and we can't wait to talk to y'all this week. It's going to be fun. I'm or really this excited. Month, it's going to be super fun because we have some really awesome things planned and some great people that are going to be speaking. So just thank you guys for coming along. And we are so thankful to just get to love people and to do it all together. We love y'all. We love y'all. Bye. Go love someone. Go love some people.